Connell Tribune, Thursday, the 22nd of August, 2019. Noreen Bond resonates across Ireland's landscape. Bridget Geller, Noreen Bond, Mary Geller, Mary from Dunlow, Mary O'Connor, The Rose of Tralee. Three names, three song titles we're all familiar with. A little cottage near Chrysler and two major festivals remembering three young women who suffered various differing lifestyles and found premature death before their time. Their life stories were remembered long after they lived. They had stories to tell. Songwriters scripted their heartbreaking stories, providing lyrics and music that each provided a metaphor for unfulfilled love, pain, suffering, sickness and death to deliver a story of emigration through the ages. It's a story of who we are. There's a spot in Old Connell, there's a wee house in the glen where dwelt the fairest calling who charmed the hearts of men. She was winsome, hale and hearty and graceful as the dawn. Neighbours loved that widow's daughter, happy laughing Noreen Bond. Several weeks ago, the wee stone cottage near Chrysler, where Bridget Geller was born and died within 23 short years, was a scene for a blessing and commemoration by the local community. The little cottage refurbished a few years back to reflect on a part of her shared history, which has invoked sorrow and sadness and also happiness over the centuries. Donegal of all places knows the meaning of emigration more than anyone. Since the famine and before, during and after the Great Hunger, supplying the Union and Confederate armies with recruits, land league campaign, providing labour for the Industrial Revolution in Britain during the 19th and 20th centuries, mass emigration to Glasgow in the west of Scotland, World War I supplying cannon fodder for the armies of the world, and after the revolutionary years in 1920, when thousands of the defeated Republican army made the U.S. their home, the hungry 30s, the depression years, the economic war, World War II, depressing 1950s, and even up to the modern era in teaching and nursing in Dubai, Donegal people filled the migrant ships and the 747s nowadays. It's always a lonely journey, and while it provides opportunity, and opens up a path to greater economic prosperity. There's always a part of someone which craves for that little piece of home. The mammy's cooking, a pint with the boys in the lagoon, the Glen Bar or the corn cutters back in the day, pulling on the jersey one more time for Terman or St Michael's, maybe even turning turf with an old uncle, tossing hay or gathering spuds, although there are some things that mightn't invoke great memories and you'd be glad we're left behind. Bridget Geller, like many before her, left home in her late teens during the War of Independence. A relative sent on the money for the fair, as was the way, and she informed her broken-hearted mother she was leaving soon. For as the song goes, where the Missouri and Missouri and Mississippi flow. It's not easy for a parent, especially a mother. The young person just sees a new future in an exciting land. They never think to the mother they're still her child. An 18-year-old feels all grown up and thinks they know about the world. Bridget Geller couldn't wait to get out of Creasel and board that big ship and make it across the pond and see what the exciting new world was all about. Back at home, the old mother would get on with life, but her heart was sore at the loss of her daughter. That's how it's been for hundreds of years, all over the centuries. 
In earlier times they never returned. A broken heart was that. I know an old derelict cottage up in Gold Drum near where my granny came from. Apparently there were ten sons who all migrated to the US in the 30s. Not sure if any ever returned. An American wake would be held as each took their turn to head off. How heartbreaking that must have been for the old mammy. But that was the way of emigration in the 20th century. Bit different now, you could head, you could be over and back from Dubai for the weekend and have a pint of McGettigan's pub at the Bonington Jeremiah Lakes Tower. The old cottage was renovated less than a decade ago. It's a hundred years since Bridget took the emigrant ship and soon to be a century since she returned with a flu. She had informed her mommy, but obviously it was something more sinister, which would take her life a few years later. She was just 23. The old cottage, while a nod to tourism as well as a part of local history, is sadly cold and empty, but blessed with a lovely if sad story. The local balladeer Neil McBride composed the song as a tribute to the young girl from Faymore who travelled to America at the start of the 20th century but came back to Chrysler today. There's a graveyard in Cherconnell where the blossoms sadly grow. There's a sorrow-stricken mother kneeling over that lonely grave. My Noreen, oh my Noreen, it's lonesome since you've gone. Twas the shame of emigration led you low, my Noreen Bond. Just 50 kilometres down the road in Dunlow, another sad story of a young woman is remembered in song. Mary Gallagher apparently was the finest young lady in the townland. The parents, pretty well off, tried to arrange a well-to-do boyfriend for her, as was the way, and they introduced Mary to a young chap who just returned from America. He was originally from Guidor, the neighbouring parish, and whether that had any burn in the story, the father started to take a dislike to the young man. You know what it's like in small communities, stories were spread, maybe from other guys who were jealous, whatever. The dad forbid Mary to be with the young man. This created great problems as they were both happy together and had planned to get married, but the thick brood of a dad forbade it and broke up the relationship. It was the 1860s, not long after the famine. Mary was distraught, as was the boy who eventually returned to America. Mealwain Mary, who also was heartbroken, decided to join a brother in New Zealand. She ended up married out there and had a little boy, but tragically Mary was dead within four months and the child nine months later. Another tragedy tinted with emigration from Donegal. A local man who knew the parents of the girl well penned the words of the song Mary from Dunlow. In the late 60s, the pop group Emmett Spiceland made a hit record of the song and it became the theme tune of the Mary from Dunlow festival. Just another sad, sad story of a young forbidden love. Emigration, death, a life which must have been heartbreaking for Mary. The forbidden love for the one person she held it for. How often have we heard these types of stories? A sad reflection on life. Surely love is about something in the heart, not the wallet. Feelings for one another, not status and social claiming in society. It appears not so in 1860 as much as 1960 and probably will in 2060. O oh, then Mary, you are my heart's delight, my pride and only care. It was your cruel father, would not, would not let me stay there. But absence makes the heart grow fonder, and when I'm over the main, may the Lord protect me, my darling girl, till I return again. 
The story of Noreen Vaughan, Bridget Geller, was of a young migrant who returned to die at home. Mary Geller migrated because of lost love and died far from home. The third heroine of her story is Mary O'Connor. Class distinction prevented love with her beau, and she died as she returned from the foreign shores to seek him out. The stories are tragic. They're stories of love, emigration, class. Suicide probably comes into it. The story of three young women, two from Donegal and one from Tralee. Their hearts were broken. Bridget had migrated at such a young age but came home to die. Mary from Dunlow was denied her love of a young man below her station in the mores of the time. Mary O'Connor was a maid in a well-off household in Tralee, a real upstairs downstairs scenario. The son of the household fell in love with Mary at first sight, but it was discouraged. You shouldn't marry out of your class. It's no different today. William, the son of privilege, emigrated rather than succumb to the mores of wealth and greed. His love for the maid was true. His parents' greed for respectability in society was transparent. He sought a way out of the disgusting disguise for respectability by emigrating, but his love for Mary, the maid, brought him home after several years. Alas, Mary had died of tuberculosis, another horrendous story of depriving youth of love for someone in their hearts. These stories are heartbreaking and reminiscent of a society hopefully long gone. Down in Clohanili, there's a little bridge that people heading for the dairy boat to Glasgow used to pass over on their sad journey. It's known as the Bridge of Tears. She was lovely and fair as the rose of the summer, but twas not her beauty alone that won me. I know was the truth in her eyes ever dawning that made me love Mary, the Rose of Tralee. Of course, it's not all doom and gloom, and we have many songs and stories which reflect women in society and their part in making it inclusive. We had the revolutionary women of 16 to 23, the widows of the Easter leaders and the come to man volunteers, who mostly were way ahead of their men. Most rejected the treaty and had no time for the conservative church state that emerged. In recent times, Rod Stewart has made the story a great Gifford a worldwide hit. The story of a woman who was married in Kilmainham and with her husband for 15 minutes before he was executed. The most amazing love song we've ever heard. Now as the dawn is breaking, my heart is breaking too. On this May morn as I walk out, my thoughts will be of you. And I'll write some words upon the wall, so everyone will know. I love so much that I could see the blood upon the rose. Patrick Kavanagh may have written the most emotional and moving love song of all time. His unrequited love for Hilda was the making of a poem originally, which then morphed into a salutation to a woman he treasured, but she couldn't return the feelings. Hilda actually became the wife of Don O'Malley, who brought in free education in 67. Kavanagh would pass the poem to Luke Kelly, and it became the greatest folk song of all time. Its powerful rendition can send shivers down the spine. On a quiet street where old ghosts meet, I see her walking now. Away from me so hurriedly, my reason must allow. That I had wooed, not as I should, a creature made of clay. When the angel woos, the clay he'd lose at the dawning of the day. A final little anecdote concerning the Rosa Tralee. I actually played golf with a former winner, Sheila Lawler. First met her in a jacuzzi in a leisure centre many years ago and was introduced to her as the Rosa Tralee. 
Years later, when I met her in the golf club, I couldn't resist in a facetious mode, paraphrasing Christie, how Rose sure didn't recognise you with your clothes on. Sheila was the Galway Rose in 1980 and brought the title home just a few weeks before Galway won the All-Ireland Hurden title. A famous banner at the match proclaimed, We have Rose, now bring back Sam. As well as being a red, red rose, Sheila's a handy golfer who can take on the challenge of the Galway Bay course with ease. As they say, women can multitask, while us mere mortals of men struggle. On the far fields of India, amid war's bloody thunder, her voice was a solace and comfort to me, but the cold hand of death has now torn us asunder. I'm lonely tonight for my Rose of Tralee. Epic songs, women of strength, stories which grab our conscience. We are a storytelling people. We who have travelled the world and shared our experiences. We are the story of the oppressed, the downtrodden, the poor, the defiant, the rebels, the educators, the missionaries, the entrepreneurs, the visionaries. But also we are the dispossessed, the discriminated against, but also the bearers of glad tidings, the folk singers, the poets, the dreamers, the writers. These stories are of people who came from our communities. They loved, they lost, they migrated, they returned. They suffered, they died young and never lived life as it should be. They should never be forgotten. They personify the thousands who went before and after them. They are of us and we are of them. <laughs>